Okay. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Queer Walk, the podcast. That's the name until I think of something more creative. Don't judge me. I like it. I like it. Okay. Thank you. Um, um, just to introduce myself, my name is Money or Montanique, uh, the blogger known as Melanated Money on Tumblr, uh, the creator of Queer Walk, the page. And by that, I don't want to say that Queer Walk is mine. It's definitely a community space. I thank you all for submitting. Thank you so much for the submissions. I don't know what I would do without them. Uh, <laughs> Queer Walk wouldn't be a thing without them, so please keep them coming. It would just be money walk. It would just be <laughs> black lesbian walk. <laughs> uh, uh, so, so thank you for keeping them coming. Um, so I guess I'll introduce myself in a little bit more detail. Um, I hail from Southside Jamaica, Queens, New York. Hey. Hey, Southside of the building. Yeah, all right. Why you gotta hate? <laughs> this ain't your introduction. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'm <laughs> currently located in Syracuse. I am a PhD student and a therapist, uh, and I'm, I also identify as a black lesbian. Yeah. Um... And so, <laughs> so that's me. Um, and so now I'm going to have fellow community member here introduce herself. And then I'll talk a little bit more about what Queer Walk is. What's my name? Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Falandi to some known as Faland. Um, You guys can call me Fafa. Um, I identify as a black Caribbean woman, bisexual um, what else? But, 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 nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna tell what's you. Your, what's your Tumblr? Of, I'm not gonna tell you which part of the island yet, because I'm just trying to create a community space. You don't want to do no divide or whatnot. Um, my no, Tumblr okay. is philosophy. P, was with the PH. You've probably seen me around. Maybe not. You Tumblr famous. You will. Nah. I'm Tumblr. Don't do before it. that. It's called Tumblr Popular. That's why before you're here. Because you Tumblr famous. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, but okay. Uh, so, Queer Walk was created by me <laughs> as a space for um, queer identified women of color. Uh, and I use the term women inclusively uh, to mean anybody who is female identified or feminine energy possessing. I like that, feminine energy. Yeah, so um, I know I get a lot of questions about that. So today, that's what I wanted the initial topic to be. Of course, this being the first Queer Walk podcast. What is queer? I guess we could start there. Let's talk about what queer is um, and why like, why we use the term queer. Okay. You want to start? It feels like an umbrella term to me. Yeah. It doesn't... It doesn't clearly define what someone is, so I feel like it leaves room for you to define yourself. Yeah, that's the best way I feel like I can explain it. Yeah, I think about queer being like a... Queer mean it ain't easy. Like, I'm not going to give you a simple, easy answer to what I am. Right. Or who I am. Yeah, because I feel like even sometimes, even like if I label myself a bisexual... By saying queer, that allows me space to continue to define myself. Because bisexual might even truly turn into pansexual, you know? Mm-hmm. It's always like on a, like that discovery type thing. Or even polysexual. 
You know? That's a new one for me. What's polysexual? Polysexual? Yeah. Wait, poly... Isn't polysexual, like, people who... Wait, maybe I'm using the wrong word. Okay, I give, me, maybe give me one something? second, y'all. I gotta Google this. Is it pansexual? No, 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 no. Give me one second. I might be using it wrong. But, yeah, going back to that, I think queer leaves space for you to define yourself. And for it to be, like... A journey, a transition, a difference and inclusion, I would say. So, um, like, for example, when I first thought about, like, having a page like Queer Walk, I thought of calling it just L-O-C, Lesbians of Color. Um, And to me, that didn't even feel right for me. I think now I identify as a lesbian, but it took me a long time to get there. First of all, because I have a black mama. And she's just like, I don't know about lesbian. She still till today um, doesn't call me a lesbian. I think there's some race stuff that plays into that. She sees lesbian as like a skinny white woman. A white yeah. person's disease or identity. Identity, yeah, more. And then, and also that's just not the way she talks. Like growing up as a black girl in Brooklyn, they might say, oh, you like girls. Oh, you got some sugar in your tank. Oh, you go that way. But lesbian wasn't used. And I want to honor that for her, you know. And also, to me, lesbian leaves out a lot of experiences I've had. Do tell. Oh, see, now (laughs) you're trying to get me in trouble. No, wait. I think everybody's curious. So, um, I don't think I'm the only lesbian that has had this. But, for example, I called myself a virgin up until the time that I had sex with a man. Right. You know, even though I was clearly having sex with women. Mm. Um, and, oh, I should say clearly having sex with girls because, you know, uh, age and consent and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> oh. But I was having sex with other girls, um, but still considered myself a virgin. Of course, patriarchy and all that shit played into that. But also um, how that informs my like lesbian identity and there's this like weird way people think that you're more of a lesbian if you've never had sex with a man. Isn't it like a I there's think. a term for that? Gold star. A gold star, yeah. Okay. That's some like fucked you're up not shit. A gold star, okay? Yeah. And <laughs> like who giving out these gold stars? Like where the stick is at? Like what right. um There's a store. I got some coupons. <laughs> I also think lesbians sometimes can imply cisgenderedness. Okay. I don't even know if cisgenderedness is a word, but I just made it up. It's a word now. Yeah. You know, so, you know, if some if someone identifies as a lesbian, off, I've seen, like, the way it plays out oftentimes is very uh, trans or non-binary ex- ex- exclusive. Like, it excludes people who don't fall into this okay. gender norm binary thinking. Um I don't know if that felt comfortable for me, especially like coming to learn about queer identities mm-hmm. and transness, having been in a relationship with somebody who identified as trans. Like I don't. So lesbian didn't feel comfortable for me because that felt like I was erasing a part of them also. Okay. So you know what I mean? So how did you define that? How did I define lesbian? Yeah. So in the so you're in a relationship with someone who identified as trans. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that impacted the way you labeled yourself? Like Right. Oh, okay. So <laughs> that's why I'm talking about with this queer label, okay. you know. Okay. Queer for me doesn't identify identify 
me as only being attracted to cisgender women. Okay. So, I used queer um, for a long time because it just felt it just felt like it included more like okay yes like you know don't don't knock what i'm doing (laughs) like um, everything but straight yeah that's what i feel like you know and so what would how different would queer walk the page look if it was called lesbians of color i think it would look very different like you said it would definitely exclude identities bisexuals included um. <laughs> right, you know, you always calling me on the bi erasure. <laughs> I feel like it was just like it would exclude trans identities. Mm-hmm. It would exclude. Do you think? I think bisexuality in itself is an umbrella term. What do you mean by that, Montanique? Do tell. <laughs> You put me on blast. Okay, so you, brought up, you brought up. You brought up. You brought up the suggestion. You're not invited back. No. <laughs> this will be my last podcast. Find me on Philosophy the podcast. <laughs> no. So everybody who identifies as bisexual ain't the same by type of bisexual. Right. I think the term bisexual is also exclusive. And I find myself falling into that a lot of times. Because I feel like my attraction is to, like, femme women. Mm -hmm. Or very masculine presenting men. Mm -hmm. So, that definitely leaves out trans identities. That leaves out masculine presenting women. Maybe more feminine presenting men. Mm -hmm. That leaves out people who are genderqueer. Or non-conforming. It definitely does. In terms of how I label my bisexuality. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that has to do with a lot of my internal stuff that I'm working out. But bisexuality, I guess what you were trying to bring upon is that it exists on a spectrum. Yeah. With pansexuality, which covers all the bases. And um, so I think about like pansexuality and queerness. Like, well, could it just be uh, pansexual? No, I don't think in the same way because you know there are people who legitimately who legitimately are just attracted to one um, gender presentation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's like this battle between pan folks and bi folks, even though I think they're like one and the same. I think the way people enact them can be very dangerous. So, so sometimes bisexuality can be very um, binary, right? But I've also met bisexuals who are who are fluid. Like some of those fluid identities do fall into the way they do their bisexuality. Right. But just the word by itself means you, two. You means two. So it's like so they are attracted or date or whatever. What is it? Trans identity. So mm-hmm. now it's like, what's the other that they accept? You know. I don't know if you know what I'm saying, but... Yeah. That's, I think that's and, what, you know, some trans identities do fall in the binary, though. They do. You're right. But I think I remember talking to you about... Um, if someone is considers themselves queer or even pan or even lesbian, but they're not attracted to trans... Mm-hmm. Like a trans woman, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that transphobic? And you yeah. said yes. So I didn't mm-hmm. think about the bisexual identity like someone like myself 
Can I talk about why I said yes? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Or no, I want you to finish your point. Go ahead. Right. So, someone who's like me, who's like, okay, you know what? I don't find myself attracted to any, like, to trans women or trans men. So, it's like, that's transphobic. Simply because I'm bisexual, right? So, it, like, do you get what I'm saying? I do, but I don't think it's simply because you're bisexual. Because I feel like to include... Because once, like, I feel like if I were to become a chapter two date or whatever, mm-hmm. then my label would shift to pan. No. Why? Okay. That's just how I'm picturing it. Maybe I, I have a Yeah, wrong... because, and, and uh, so I will own, I guess I'll put out there, this ain't my identity, so I'm just thinking about it from my lesbian perspective. So I think... So I, maybe I'll just talk from my lesbian perspective. So why I said I think it's transphobic to identify as whatever you identify and say that that does not include trans people with that identity. So me as a lesbian saying that I'm not attracted to trans women, I mm-hmm. think that's transphobic because I don't know a woman is trans until she tells me. Right. <laughs> so, okay. so it's not like a preference Whereas some people say, well, I like redheads. I like girls with natural hair. Because you can visibly read that. And I won't talk about like passing and clocking somebody. I think that's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But if somebody discloses their trans to me, I'm like, okay. Okay. So we want to do this or we're not. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of automatically being like, oops, all the traction I had is gone. Like that doesn't go away. And I think that my attraction to women, and I had this conversation with one of my friends, Shania, that my attraction to women goes beyond their vaginas, although those are beautiful mm. and lovely. That <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that that like, there's more to a woman. I think most women would agree too that they're more than their coochies. Mm-hmm. So. So I think in that idea of my lesbianness, that is inclusive of folks who identify as women who aren't female-bodied. Okay. That makes sense. Mm. I'm really curious to hear what people think about this. Me too. Because what I was just thinking is like what, it, what might get complicated is that I don't do penetration. So... <laughs> um, Hello. So that... They might do penetration. Right. But yeah. that's another topic, um, <laughs> penetration. <laughs> you so nasty. I like, I like sex, y'all. Yeah. So, so if y'all have any, like, thoughts for topics related to sex, just we'll bring philosophy on back. What? You can talk about it, too. I'm, I am virginal. I guess I didn't... <laughs> Virgin-like. <laughs> She aspires to <laughs> virgin ish. Virgin ish. But um, yeah, I think. She but this told ain't you, about me. She told y'all about her education background and everything. I'm a master's student mm-hmm. in marriage and family therapy. One of my goals is to become certified sex therapist. Um, so work. There lies my interest. And so here y'all go. You know y'all have two black queer women. Hello. Who are therapists? Black and Caribbean. 
Oh. We gotta we gotta specify. No, no, no. I'm not denying the black. I'm adding to Oh, okay. It. I'm not I thought you were trying to raise <laughs> no, 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 no. You see, and that's another topic too, right? <laughs> About claiming no, Actually, this goes into the second part. So the second part that Queer Walk gets a lot of feedback about is who is considered a woman of color. Right. Go. Thank you. I think that's another thing, um, as a, a woman of color, that colored part carries so much weight because when, like color is like trying to embrace all your identity. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm black, but I was not, I'm not a U.S. born black. Even though people look at me, that's what they automatically think. But when I open my mouth, even though my accent, my accent has gone away for the most part, certain, when I say certain words... You automatically like, whoa, she sounds different. What is she? So I feel like I need to put my Caribbeanness mm-hmm. at the forefront and claim it as an identity. And I feel like that happens for women who identify as biracial, um, non-U.S. Black women. Who else? Yeah, just trying to claim all those parts of you. And then when we think of color, we automatically. Equated to being black. Preach on that. But we know that's not true. Right. It encompasses... I don't know how knowledgeable I am on that. But I feel like... So, I'll say a little bit about it. So, um, similarly to queer, I use the term woman of color in the same way because it's an umbrella term that encompasses like all the folks who are, who mm-hmm. identify. Uh, I think what a lot of people don't know is that the term women of color was created by women of color feminists to have a unifying term for themselves. So you had the black feminists over here, you had the Chicana feminists over here, you Mm -hmm. had the transnational feminists, and they all came together at this conference in, like, Texas, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And they were like, hold up, y'all. We need a term for ourselves. So, because we all have very similar demands and we all, like, face similar things including anti-blackness because we know that anti-blackness exists in all kind of communities um so they came up with this term woman of color yet (laughs) the way it plays out is if you put the term woman of color on a poster Mm -hmm. only girls that's gonna show up is black girls black girls similarly to queer walk i checked the inbox love y'all beautiful people mm-hmm. overwhelmingly black women are submitting and then i get anons gotta love tumblr <laughs> about like why aren't there more asian women on this page Check IP address. I'm sorry. um i don't see any pacific islanders represented on this page mm-hmm. uh you don't have the hashtag for uh chicanas so if if the space is created Based on, because I think if you read the blurb, it talks about what queers, um, women of color is. Then I think it goes back to why aren't non-black Where? queer women not submitting? Is it because you literally need a specific hashtag to cover? I think. Every? So, and, yes. <laughs> and, and what I've tried so hard to do that. And I'm a black woman. So it's like, I don't want to use a term that you don't use for yourself. Just like I wouldn't want somebody telling me that I have to call myself African American when that's not a term I identify with. I don't want to put 
Native American as a hashtag, how you can tag your submissions. Yeah. If people are like, well, hold the fuck up. Actually, we use indigenous. Actually, we use First Nation. Right. You know? And then that's going to be a problem. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. So I'm like... And then for people who fall somewhere in between or a mixture. Even... Even black women who are not American. So what you were talking about, like there's a there's a, a lot of I won't say a lot. I I say there are consist there are people who consistently submit to Queer Walk who are non U.S. Mm-hmm. black women mm-hmm. who don't tag their posts black. Right. Who who don't tag their posts women of color. Right. So I wonder also like outside of this country, how race is playing out in the way that. Like, a, a black woman living in UK doesn't identify as a woman of color. Right. I think, speaking as someone who's born outside, there's a strong tie to your nationality before there is to your race. So, I think I have a strong tie to being Caribbean than to being a black woman. To being black. Because I feel like the term black was something that was put upon me once I came to this country. Mm-hmm. Before that, I was just Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's how I see it. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it's right or wrong because that just goes back to like a lot of history. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's any right or wrong to it. I think it's about experience. Yeah. And I guess for me, trying to build a space with all these fucked up histories that a lot of people of color have, I'm just like. What's the most inclusive term I can use? Because I don't want to sit here and be like queer, Asian, black, like A, B, C, D, F, G. Right. Like Asian, black, kind <laughs> like, like, you know, whatever. Multiracial, yeah. Like, I think walk and queer walk does cover it. I think what you may need to do is constantly remind those who felt left out like just continue opening the doors mm-hmm. like saying come in come in mm-hmm. come in like keep keep saying yeah. it and i think eventually they'll come in and you know what's interesting is that i think and maybe this is my particular lens trying to make a space open but i think the only pages that i've seen that do that that like come in come in are pages created by black women mm. Like, uh, there are other um, queer women of color pages now on mm-hmm. Tumblr. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only one anymore that are not ran by black women. They're ran by women of color. Right. But they don't do this push for please come in. Like, I remember specifically um, doing, like, submissions for, like, Latinas. I wasn't seeing a representation of Hispanic, Latina, Chicana, like, ethnicities and backgrounds represented right. and so i'm like okay everybody using the latina latinx whatever like mm-hmm. submit where y'all at right i remember doing that i don't ever remember like other blogs especially that's part of the reason why i started queer walk right nobody ever wonders where the black girls are right nobody ever wonders but black girls like right. where the black girls are look out for each other and in similar ways, I think... So what was the result of that? The call for Latina, Hispanic, Spanish? I got some. Oh, okay. I think maybe four. Four? Okay. Um, 
What was I about to say? Oh, yeah. And that sometimes the representation looks really different, too. So, overwhelmingly, I get masculine submissions. Like, masculine identified, masculine presenting. Mm -hmm. Especially, um, like, Asian women who submit. Okay. So I wonder, like, what part of queerness is playing out and race is playing out mm. of, like, if visibly queer women yeah. submit. And then films reblog and, <laughs> and like <laughs> and support in other ways. Yeah. Why don't films submit as much? Yeah. Because I see things not even just on um, Queer Walk, but pretty much everywhere like femme visibility like right. where are the femmes I feel like identifying as femme sometimes it's invisible because you're aligning some like I feel like me myself presenting as femme I'm aligning with what I'm what I'm what I'm expected to present as and so, for the most part, society wouldn't clock me as queer. Mm-hmm. So, I blend in easier. Whereas, I feel like those who present outside of what society deems what you're mm-hmm. supposed to present, I think that doing that is takes, I feel like it takes courage and building this sense of pride in your queerness differently. I don't know if I'm making sense. That being like gender non-conforming, there's almost like this hierarchy of identities. And so your queer identity becomes like the forefront because you don't conform to what they expect. And I think there's a pride in that. So when there's a call, it's like, yes, we're here. We're here to Mm -hmm. stay. Whereas I think for them, it's like, I don't think it's there, at least for like from my perspective. Mm-hmm. It's not there. And plus, we're visible in non-queer spaces a lot of times. So it's like... Well, I, don't know, I don't know if I'm making sense. Well, when you said um, that you conform to what society expects, you, expects of you, I thought about as queer women of color... Like, do does society expect us to be feminine? I think a lot about... Uh, so, in media, for example, and I hate always going to media, but, like, the representations of uh, black lesbians that I see are mm-hmm. masculine. And so, I wonder... Part, yeah. I wonder if that's what people, like, expect of me as a black lesbian. Even, I remember being a baby dyke, and baby dyke. yeah, baby dyke. Dyke, dyke. I cannot shout okay. out to all my baby dykes out there. Um, she be spotting them. Like, all my oh, lesbians who dyke. are um, nineteen and younger. Nineteen. Yeah, I feel like eighteen and younger. No, nineteen still baby dyke territory. Um, I just want to shout out to y'all. Thank y'all so much for being incredibly brave and um, fine as shit. No, no pedophile. Mm. No, no, no oh, pedophile. Exactly. See, that's what I just said. 18. You didn't, you didn't have said the word fine. 19, I said 19 and younger. So, it, it, the younger anyway, still, just okay. know that y'all have elders out here that have been through it. But, uh, yeah, when I was 
a baby dyke, I thought that I had to wear the Tims, the hoodie, the cornrows mm-hmm. to the back mm-hmm. in order to be gay. Right. Um, you know, and so... It, you that that didn't feel comfortable to me. That's not how I like to present my gender. Right. But I thought I had to do it in order to be gay. Right. But now I know that I know better and I know to be myself. How do you know better? What's the difference between gender and sexuality? That my gender presentation actually has very little to do with my sexuality. Okay. There are a lot of heterosexual women who wear the Tims, the hoodies, the cornrows. I know one. I know one. <laughs> I, I don't several. know no heterosexual. Are you serious? I know several. I don't know any heterosexual. But you want anymore. to make swear they're they're all queer, but Ooh. they're not. Ooh. I'm not gonna say no names, but I got a On friend that you know. Uh, you have a friend that I know that I think is it's gay. Definitely, yeah. Oh, because she is. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> she's not. That's but she's saying. not gender non-conforming. Sometimes. She gay. No. One and by g- gay, I mean an inclusive gay. Maybe she's, <laughs> maybe she's bisexual. I know. I think, um, I think her gender presentation is queer. But you don't think her sexuality is queer? No, no. I let her live. Yeah. Because I I do know that there are people who present their gender very queerly mm-hmm. and who don't sexuality wise identify as queer. Right. I gotta respect that. Just how I gotta respect there are femmes who identify sexual sexuality right. wise as queer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um. Thank you for having this conversation with me. Thank you. If I said anything that was offensive. Or didn't at me next time. No, 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 no. This is a safe space for conversation. It is. And that's part of what I like the most about Queer Walk is that y'all are not scared to call me out. Um, Don't call me out. I'm sensitive. Well, don't (laughs) don't Tumblr drag me. Please don't. Maybe ready to go. I mean, the, oh, Tumblr social justice warriors. Lord, they be writing dissertations on people posts. But I must say... Just because we're asking you not to drag us doesn't mean if you do, we're don't not go going to clap back. Right. You I'm... know, all this don't drag me. It sounds like we're just going to be like sensitive. It's not. Nah. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm not uh, scared of the internet social justice warriors. What I mean by don't drag me is um, please like comment and like uh, submit. And tell me, like, what I said wrong or what was offensive to you Mm -hmm. um, so we can have a conversation about it. I think that's more beneficial. I think more people learn that way than you reposting it and dragging me. We're not experts. I'm not an expert. Exactly. On anything. And this shit is constantly changing. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always new terms. There's always new ways to say things. So let us know. Yep. We're creating meaning just in conversation. And submit, like, um, topics, too, because we need stuff to talk about on these podcasts. And if you are actually interested in co-talking on a topic with me... Co-talking. Slide in the DM. this is my last show. <laughs> this is... You are not invited back. <laughs> She's not joking, y'all. I'm done for. Um, 
just let me know. Um, slide in them DMs and say, hey, I would love to be a part of the Queer Walk podcast. If you're a queer woman who identifies as Caribbean, just put down... Slide your... in for Landy's DMs. No, no, no. Just, just put in your zip code or the little flag emoji or something. <laughs> Let me know where you're from. We should do... Ooh, guess ooh. where Philandy's from. Because you ain't say. I didn't say. Ooh. What Caribbean owl does she have? Right. From? Ooh, if you, you know what? As a matter of fact, if you're just from the black diaspora, but outside of the United States, holla at me. All the uh, black U.S. girls, <laughs> I got y'all. I Because <laughs> it's all right. You know what? <laughs> It's not just black. We right? may We're not be able to wave a flag. Not just black. No, y'all got a flag. Nah. We fought and died <laughs> under that flag. I'm good. <laughs> if you're a... I feel like if you're a woman of color, a queer woman of color, from outside the United States, show love. Philandy's in love with you. So, just do it. No. And if you first generation, like, if you was born outside that, I love you even more. We should do first generation Fridays. That'd be dope. Cause I think the dias the way the diaspora talks about or understands queerness is very so different. Interesting. I think that's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole nother podcast. Like there could be a whole podcast how, based on how the diaspora understands queerness. Mm-hmm. Please, y'all hit us back that's on real. that. That's real. Um, and I love hearing y'all stories and stuff too. So. Because, like I said, I'm just a New York girl out here um, trying to get these coins and trying to uh, unite my fellow women of color. So, shout out. Dope. All right. So, we're done. Later. Bye. Bye. Peace, love, and blessings.